Hey everyone, and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we talk about movies on this show. This is about new movies, this show, uh, and this episode is another kind of Oscar movie catch-up session. Uh, we're going to talk about The Post, which is the Steven Spielberg movie about the Washington Post kind of taking on the president, <laughs> uh, which may or may not be relevant in the uh, current climate. Uh, so yep. uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, we will start spoiler-free. Uh, although it's kind of weird because it's a true story and like you know it's just I mean the outcome is at least relatively well known I, I would yeah. imagine so uh, yeah, and even if you don't know it you can kind of guess it because well you know where you are now exactly so but hey we'll, start, we'll, we'll keep it spoiler free uh, for as much as we can and then we'll warn you about spoilers and we'll go into it and uh, let's go so this is a Steven Spielberg movie of course um, who at least personally speaking, has been in a bit of a rut for me for a while. That's fair. I'm trying to remember what the last film from him I really liked was. I'm not sure, to be honest. It's been, it, it probably has been a while. Because um, there's some stuff he did in the 2000s which I think was enjoyable. I mean, I enjoyed Catch Me If You Can. I thought Terminal was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I don't love Minority Report for for whatever reason, even though that feels like it, it should speak to me and all my sensibilities, for whatever reason, I just don't love it. Um, honestly, for a Spielberg movie that I really love, I'm going back to the 90s. Do you know what? I think I am too. Yeah, he's not, he's not wowed me in a long time. Like, Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, that kind of... Yeah, Jurassic Park's probably the like the one I'd go back to. They're back-to-back, I like both of those a lot. But well, recently, I, I like Bridge Shin- of Spies, I thought was really mediocre. Yeah, Schindler's List is a great movie, of course, but it's just it's not necessarily one that I want to revisit that much because it's no, Schindler's no, List. No, that's true. You, you don't want to watch that every year. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Put it on Schindler's List. I'm in the yeah, mood. But it's undoubtedly a great movie. Yeah. Um, so you know, and uh, I never saw Bridge of Spies. Like I actively avoided that one, and you didn't miss much. I did see Lincoln, and it was one of the most boring, dull times I have ever. I I had. didn't see Lincoln. I thought about watch, uh, watching War Horse because that's based on the, the Malcolm Pogo book, which I liked, but then I just didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't see War Horse because uh, it looked like it was going to just punish me like Lincoln did. Uh, if yeah. that was if that was after, I don't know which one came first. Either that way, was, that was before Lincoln. Okay, so I avoided that because it just didn't look like I was going to enjoy it, and then. I did end up getting dragged to see Lincoln, and I was just kind of like waiting for you know, I, I was just hoping for him to get shot so I could go home. Was basically yeah. my, my feeling. BFG is okay. It's it's nothing yeah. special though. Yeah, like it, it didn't look bad, but it was just like I just, nothing about it elicited excitement out of me. Uh, so the post. So I, I'm going to need some context to, to my Spielberg mood going into the post. And going into the post, I expected something that was kind of dry but sentimental, probably completely serviceable if not reliable in terms of filmmaking but n- not necessarily anything special or kind of like you know th- just worth singing about or you know praising to the high heavens uh and i kind of got exactly what i expected i guess is what i'm saying that that's fair i think everything you said is accurate and true it's dry it's sentimental but i think i liked it more than you did you probably did. I, I think it's solid. It does does what it's supposed to do very well. I think there's maybe a little bit of pacing issues early on. There's maybe a little too dry. What once it once the sort of the the the, the chase is on for the story, if you will, uh, it picks up considerably. I think the first like half hour, and it does some good character stuff there, which is essential for the character arcs later on. Yeah. It's just you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit. There's, there's a scene early on where Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are at lunch, and I'm just like, 
This scene is just like. Come in, ready to move here, Spielberg? A real problem that I have with this film that stops it being like a movie I should love Mm -hmm. is they keep. So, this is the Washington Post. This is their story, and they keep talking about the New York Times. And the thing is, that sounds like a more interesting movie. Their story, what they're doing, that sounds like the movie I want to be watching instead. (laughs) No, yeah, because they actually get all the, the, they, they get all the information first. They're the one getting all the scoops. They're the one getting yeah. all the, you know, doing all the, the the exciting stuff. I'm like, that's the movie I want to watch. Yeah, because you kind of because the post was a much smaller paper at the time, and like they made a big deal about standing up uh, to yeah. them. Like obviously, the New York Times were already kind of fighting just because they'd already published things, and the Post stand up anyway and do it and defy the the regime. Uh, you know, because freedom of the press, they have to be held accountable. You know, all, all the themes you think you're going to play with, uh, and that's all kind of there. Um, obviously the cast is good like, that, that kind of goes without saying, goes saying um, yeah. there's a lot of issues that I didn't know about though before I watched it, like Bob Odenkirk's in there, you know Saul from Bert I knew he was in it because he's in the trailers it, it was the smaller ones yeah. like Carrie Coon who I had no idea was in yeah, the yeah Carrie Coon who I didn't even recognise at first, it wasn't until she spoke because she's yeah. got, like, she's got like, a, you know, like a 60's haircut or 70's haircut on and yeah. it's like oh that's Carrie Coon it wasn't until she spoke and I was like oh that's her and yeah. I almost feel like that's just too much smaller role for her. She's much better than just this. Uh, I small suppose uh, Alison Brie's in a small role as well. Yeah, yeah, and I like Alison Brie. She, she's like, in a small th- role. This just feels like, hey, we're going to stuff this with people you know. Yeah, uh, Fat Damon, aka Jesse Plemons, is yeah. in there. Uh, he's not actually that fat anymore, but that's, that's just what I think it's of. Stuck, hasn't it? Yeah, from, from Fargo. That's what I called him in Fargo, and now that's just kind of stuck. Uh, Bradley Whitford's in there. He's you know he's good. Um, I, I I'm going to say something potentially. This is potentially a hot take. Potent- I don't know how much of a hot take it is to you, but this is a hot take I'm, to someone. I'm scared, because... Straighten the glasses. I don't know why Meryl Streep's been nominated like 50 million times. Oh my god. I thought it was just going to be me. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. She's fine. Like I don't think she's bad. Like she's she's know, good. She's she's perfectly good. Like she's still good. But she's not the best of the year, is she? I don't know why this is a performance that's nominated. I don't. It, 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 it legitimately feels like the obligatory. Oh, Meryl Streep's in a movie. She must get a nomination. That's what it feels like. Pretty much. Like, like she is good. Like, I feel like we're we're gonna. We're sounding annoyed at it because it's like, oh, she yeah, deserves that. And I don't think just, she deserves best actress nomination. No, really not enough for this. Honestly, if anything, it's more like supporting because an ensemble. It's no one's really the lead. No, I mean, she's the, the emotional through line, which I guess is yeah. builds her as the lead. But it's, yeah, it's, it's more of an ensemble than that. Obviously, her and Hanks get the most, but it's, it's not by no means, like, just them. No, which the trailer would indicate they're the main one, like, by uh, far, though. The it does, ones. yeah. It's, it's much more, uh, I wouldn't say even, but it's definitely more spread out than that. It is after the first half hour. Yeah. Um... So you know, that's it's not to criticize her role, but I feel like Meryl Streep in a movie like this that's based on something from history just screams Oscar bait to me, and it kind of is Oscar bait. I, I don't think you can dispute that. Oh no, I, I don't think I can, and uh, I like a lot of movies that are undeniably Oscar bait. Oh yeah, Oscar bait does not necessarily mean bad. That that is that is not the case. It's not the case here. It's not a bad movie, uh, but it does have that Oscar baity dryness to it. And I, th- I feel like Meryl Streep is the living embodiment of that. She is. She really is. And I, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, she, she's been the same age for about 30 years, 
and she just keeps playing these roles. And this is this is her doing her thing. And she... I, I I don't think this is as bad as the one that she got nominated for last year. What was she nominated for last year? Oh, I can't remember. Something Florence Jenkins, Foster Jenkins. I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. But I, I I've I've watched it because the girlfriend watched it, and it was like, really, this got a best actress nomination. All I'm thinking is Patty Jenkins. <laughs> it's not I'm going to find the name of this movie because it's going to annoy me. Just just one second. Yeah. Uh, that's that's right. Um, there, there we go. Florence Foster Jenkins. So I got it was it was both of them. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. I don't think yeah, I've heard of this. It it was so, worse than this. And it, it just it's just it, it's just she, that's what she's in. She Meryl Streep does Oscar bait. That is her career. <laughs> Yes, it is strange. It's such a strange path, but hey ho. Um, so it is pretty dry at times. Once the hunt gets on, and they're kind of trying to chase down the source, so they can also have this, 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 uh, this report that was stolen, that was leaked out of the, you know, the, the, the it was like a report on Vietnam. And that's what the whole thing's kind of revolving around is the idea that. Uh, the government lied to the public about Vietnam, but not just Nixon. Like the, the government's been lying about Vietnam for you know throughout multiple administrations. It was across three administrations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how like they basically knew this was unwinnable for for x amount of time, and this was all about just trying not to be humiliated. You know, America lost the war. Like that, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and it's like how many people have died because of that? And it's like you know, I think at one point in the movie they mentioned the percentage of soldiers that didn't need to die, and it was like seventy percent. <laughs> like it was a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, uh, like it's, it's doing all these things. You know, I, learned, I mean, I knew some stuff about this era and this history. I, you know, I, I did a lot of Vietnam related stuff in in school. Like we studied the Cold War and all the things that kind of went on as in I tangential to that. that. Um. Uh, didn't focus so much on the, the the press side of it at home. Outside of the, the 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 just the broad idea that this was the first big war where because of mainstream media people knew more about it and therefore had an opinion on it and were against it. You know, it was, it was protested against that, that kind of thing. Yeah, I I never covered Vietnam in school at all. This everything I know has been picked up from other media since. Yeah, uh, the war at home it was referred to as because it was the first one where you had actual. You know, yeah. news footage of the atrocities that were happening and people questioning, hey, should we actually be fighting this? Is this actually worth the, the lives and the time and everything else? Yeah. So, uh, so, do you know what's actually funny? Is I was actually thinking very early on, realising this was like Nixon before Watergate, that I was like, is this essentially a prequel to All the President's Men then? And I have to laugh because the ending kind of does lead into that. And I'm like, man, this is actually a prequel. Like, 40 years later, they made a prequel to All the President's Men. And I started laughing uh, as, as the movie was, was done because of that. But, hey. That's fair, yeah. So, uh, it's, so mention a positive, something I like a lot. No, go on. Is the uh, fantastically subtle John Williams score. Okay, yeah. I think, it, I think it's excellent. It always... Uh, really moves the movie along in every scene that it's, you know, where it's doing something, it really plays the scene perfectly. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It, it, it kind of... It's not necessarily the type of score that I typically have much to say about. I'm knocking things over. Uh, it, it's kind of like... Uh, you know, it almost... And this is weird, because if, if I went into, like, a, a, an adventure movie and I got, like, an adventure score and I thought it was really good, I'd be praising the adventure score because it sounds like a good adventure score. Uh, whereas here's like, no, this is exactly the sort of score I'd expect this type of movie to have. That's fair, yeah. And I, I don't really it. mean that as a criticism, just as so much as that I, I don't find it exciting because it is just kind of the the. No, no, that's true. Um, uh, 
behaved. Yeah, and I, I think, of course, we, we're mentioning this in, in Oscar season. It's it's hard not to compare it to Spotlight as well, which obviously dealt with a very similar ideas. Yeah, in terms of like how this is reporters going about their job and like you know taking the risk to publish something that may get a bit of you know backlash. Yeah. And funnily, I did I did notice one of the writers of this was one of the writers on Spotlight. So. <laughs> Clearly, that guy is just carving out a niche for himself. He just—he's got a template. He just fills in the the names yeah. and the, what the right, story right, is. Okay, I've got—I've got a template. What historical event can I fill it with this time? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there'll be more. I, I, hell, I mean, just think of the last like six months with the Hollywood and and Me Too, and that's coming. That, that that is a movie in a few years' time. I guarantee that's happening. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, honestly, it's kind of a weird movie to talk about because it's not one that I'm passionate about, but I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say. But, you know, beyond kind of what I've said, where it's a bit dry, it's a bit slow at times, um, like, everyone's very dependable and it is sentimental. Uh, yeah. And it very much focuses on the idea of... Obviously, it explores a little bit of sexism. Like, you, see, like, you know, at the start of the movie, Meryl Streep goes to this meeting with all the... Because the, 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 the company's going public. The newspaper is going public. And she's there and she's got points to make. And the men basically don't let her speak. And then the one chance she does get to speak, she kind of chickens out a little bit. She feels a little she, bit too she, nervous. She chokes, don't she? Yeah. And so obviously the arc of the movie for her, which like you say is kind of the emotional through line, is her eventually getting that courage to like make a stand and actually believe in something. Yeah, because all throughout the movie, she's like, cause she's she's friends with McNamara. The, you know, like he, she, she's friends with him. She doesn't want to like be smirched through the administration. Uh, and it's Tom Hanks who's like, no, no, they have to be held, account- held accountable. They have to do this. And even he questions that he maybe let things slide when he was like friends with Kennedy. You know, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, de- and they tell us previously. that you know she's the the first female owner of, of a newspaper. Uh, that, yeah, so publisher. Yeah, she's the pu- first female publisher. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is completely new for them in the industry. Yeah. Which is why they're like you know overlooking her so much. Yeah. Which is interesting because Tom Hanks' character never actually treats her differently. Like, at all. Like, every, That's because he's Tom Hanks. Yeah, every, everyone else does. He does not. Um, but hey, that, that makes him kind of likeable, even though he's kind of a dick to his staff a lot of the time. <laughs> he, he he rides them hard, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's his whole thing. Uh, he's always complaining. Like, he, he almost, like, okay, he could be Perry White if he wants to be. He's at, he's at the age he, now. He's a newspaper editor, is what you say. Yeah, he can, he can do that now. Why not? Um, so... Yeah, it, it, it's got a lot of that thing where there's a lot of phone calls to various people, there's a lot of like chasing up little leads and like trying to get things, and it's a lot of the nitty gritty. Some of which you take in, some of which you don't, And but ultimately the emotional core of the film is making the choice to, to run it, even, even though at the time they choose to do so, the New York Times has already been sued by the, the administration. Yes. And it's like, do we make the choice to run this anyway? And of course it has this knock-on effect where... And I guess we're getting kind of into spoiler territory now if you want to consider this stuff stuff in it spoilers, even though it's a true story. So, yeah. spoilers from here on out. Uh, it kind of like elicits this little reaction where every other newspaper in the country basically starts to run it as well. They're uh, like, hey, if they're doing it, we'll do it. Yeah, so it, as uh, Bob Odenkirk puts it, he always wanted to be part of a small rebellion. And it's like every newspaper starts running it. Because uh, it's like, yeah, if we all do it and we all make a stand and say, hey, like you can't yeah, what, what, bully what us. Yeah. So, you know, obviously there's parallels to today and Trump and everything he's pulling. And, you know, there's, there's even, like, you hear Nixon at one point say, uh, like, oh, they're never to be invited to the White House again. Like, they're never to be anywhere. You know, the post is barred from everything. Yeah. 
so you, you get in these parallels and it's worth it's worth mentioning of course how they shoot Nixon you never see him face on he's always just through the window of the White House in silhouette yes uh, and as you mentioned to me before we started it's actual real tapes of the, the audio yeah because they've got all those now so why not <laughs> yeah true yeah so uh so no, that's fun, and again, it's very poignant because it is uh, very seen in reality. And since we're in spoilers, I'll mention at the end it actually ends with Watergate happening. Like the, the whole, he's yeah. trying to like, you know cover I, up I his tracks. That was a bit on the nose. <sighs> yeah, it, it kind of is, but at the same time, it does lead straight into it in terms just in terms of history. That is the next part. Yeah, yeah it is. this that's is the, the next, next part of story. that story. It is, but I didn't I didn't need it set up in this movie. I, I know what's coming next. I I almost I can't remember what paper the uh, characters from uh, All the President's Men were in. I almost wish they did the whole CG Young Dustin Hoffman and and Robert Redford give them a cameo. Uh, I don't know if I'd have liked it more or hated it more if I, if that had happened. Just give them a little cameo to set up that they're around because they're going to be dealing with the the next thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. The deep throat and all the rest of it. I feel like that that could have been something we did. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- this is one where the the current climate makes it more interesting. I think as well, because I know for a f- uh, Spielberg mentioned how they they kind of turn this around a lot quicker than they were supposed to. You know, like that. Well, not that they were supposed to, like because the idea of this kind of came about because of the situation. Oh yeah, of, of course. Doing it now. I, the script I, was lying around. I have no idea that this only get made right now because it was it was something. Yeah, yeah that... they basically went right. Let's get this done as quick as possible while it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, it's an impressive turnaround, but I guess that's what happens when you have a cast of veterans. You've got, you've got, you know, a veteran director who's, you know, done so many movies at this point. He's working with regulars. You know, him and Tom Hanks have made how many yeah, movies at this yeah. point? <laughs> they, they know each other well enough to know exactly yeah. what the other wants. And it's not a big effects movie. Obviously, there'll be some effects in the streets to, like, you know, sell it to the, the time yeah. period. But like, it's you know, it's mostly in newspaper offices and in houses. Like yeah. that, that rel- given the size of the cast and whatnot, this is probably a quite a quick shoot. I imagine compared to, yeah, I think from start to fit to, to release, it, oh, when they start shooting to release is like six months total, mm. which is yeah, pretty quick. Which given ex- that you've got to line these people's schedules up as yeah. well, which explains, yeah, to to an extent. Although to be fair, like a lot of the time they're not in the same scenes together, so you you could you know, you, yeah, no, that's true. For example, Alison Brie is only ever in scenes with uh, Meryl Streep and maybe like some of the other family members. Like she's never in a scene with anyone else. So Alison Brie, you need for maybe three days. It's, it's the the back half of the movie where they're all in the rooms together. In, yeah, in, they're all in the house going through the papers and stuff like that. That's where you need people's schedules. Yeah, but even then, that's not the whole cast. That's like, no, it's it's a good handful though. Yeah. But, you know, it, it makes it simpler when you think about it that way, when you think about the logistics where, oh, they don't actually need X, Y, and Z for that. Yeah, they just need this cord batch. So Yeah. I, I, will say, I like the, the comic relief of the daughter with the selling the lemonade. Oh, well, well they're all in the house. Cause, yeah, so basically just to explain this, they're all at Tom Hanks's house because they, they, they don't want the rest of the office to know they've got these yet, these papers, and all the papers are unnumbered, so they have to like sort through all the pages to you know get them in order so they can actually read it properly. So they're basically just it's a, it's the core team of like, maybe like eight people who yeah. they, they all trust, and they're all just trying to sort through all the, the documents. But during all this, Tom Hanks' daughter is selling her lemonade, and 
my favourite moment of it is because she's got she's selling lemonade outside. She comes in and says, Hey, does anyone want lemonade? And they're like, Oh yeah, how much? She's like fifty cents. And then Tom Hanks turns around and goes, No, it's a dollar now. Uh, <laughs> inflation. Inflation. Uh so yeah. And so at the end of the end of the night you see that she's made like a wad of cash. From it's great. <laughs> so lemonade. Yeah. yeah, it was quite me up. Uh, other things are like it, it's mostly the direction is very standard for this stuff. It's very competent, obviously. And, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, like, you know, obviously Spielberg knows what he's doing, but there's also nothing that stands out and makes me go, "Oh, that was flashy." Or it did. Uh, yeah, very rarely. The only things of style that I really liked in terms of order oh, no, that stood out to me is when they're actually using the the printing press machines. Hmm. Yeah. Like uh, those sequences when they boot that up, you know, they're cutting all the metals and you know they're getting firing up and you know printing the papers themselves. I thought those sequences had style to them. Yeah. Hmm. I'd actually be very interested to see the uh, the process of making the metal plates. Like, how how long does that take? Like, how much did they, did they get to reuse from previous? Like, because it's not individual letters. They have like big plates of the titles and stuff. They do, and they've got obviously they've got the template, and they're just slotting them all in. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's, there's, wasn't it? there's a fun jigsaw puzzle quality to that that the, to the plates that I kind of like, <laughs> but hey, whatever. Um, but hey, what, what was getting me is like when the when they were delivering the newspapers and they were throwing the bundles out to the newsstands. Like sometimes we throw them into puddles. And I'm like, you've just ruined like the bottom half of that stack. Yeah, yeah, probably. But hey, they're paid for anyway, right? Well, yeah, but the, why, the, the vendors pay in advance, surely. Well, yeah, but like I'd be pissed if it was the vendor. You just ruined half my my stock. No, no, it's true. Ven- vendor should complain. <coughs> but hey, so so <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's all about the courage of like standing up and doing it anyway. And obviously, it gets ruled in their favour at the end of the movie. And you know, we have the sentimental moment, uh, which is the thing. It's very sentimental, which is very Spielberg. It's one of those things where it's fine on a watch. I doubt I'll ever watch it again. It's one of these things where. I don't. I mean, some people love Saving Private Ryan, and I, th- I think it's a solid, good movie. But that movie is so sentimental. Uh, by the like end, that movie. What? I, I don't like that movie. You don't even like it. Oh, there you no. go. I, I I watched it once, and I will never watch it again. Mm. Uh, uh, I thought I would, and then I've not since. Like I've still not. I've never felt in the mood to watch Saving Private Ryan again. So hey. Yeah, so that's 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 kind of the post. I don't have a whole lot of like in-depth things to say about it because it's it's a very, as we say, just it's it's kind of, it's, it's kind of by the numbers to a point, but it's yeah. very well done by the numbers. Yeah, under no circumstances do I think this deserves best picture. No, God, no. Not not even close. I I, I think it's a very fine. It's it's there because it's the bait. They took the bait for the nomination, and that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But that's about it. I mean. Is Tom Hanks up for Best Actor? I can't remember. That would maybe be worth it, because it's a good performance. But I don't know mm. if there's enough of it still. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough of it either. Um, I I mean, we covered already. We don't think Streep should be in, in the running for, for Best Actress. <laughs> no. I definitely don't think Best Picture. I mean, I, I get the, the token nomination, but I definitely don't think it should be seriously considered, even though I do like it a lot. Yeah, I feel like some of the Oscar bait movies, they feel like they have a very similar tone and vibe. Like, yeah. this feels like an Oscar movie. And that's not necessarily good or it's not necessarily bad. It's just kind of what it is. It fits no, it this. Is. It's like, you know, there's that, there's that indie drama feel to yeah. some movies where you go, that's an indie drama. This is, ah, that's an Oscar movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, it's not as 
exciting as some other options. It's, 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 like I say, it's very dependable. It's it's good, but it's not great. Uh, I I mean, I liked it a bit more than I thought I would actually, because I, I was kind of going thinking oh, I was going to be bored and I was going to be, and I wasn't because it, it, it's well done enough that you kind of get into the the heart of the story and the chase. And because it is very relevant, it's hard not to kind of like, yeah, screw you, like government, <laughs> like assholes. You might as well just said it. Screw you, Trump. Yeah, screw you, Trump. Yeah, yeah why you, not? You paused and it was like, eh, no, just say it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, it goes without saying, doesn't it? He's, he's wanting to throw himself. You'd think, a, but he has a whole movie saying it. He's why to throw himself a parade or something just now. I don't, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, ultimately, I, I can't praise it that highly. And this is actually a fairly short review, but I, I don't think uh, I have much more to add about it. No, that's fair. It's it's quite a straightforward movie. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's fine to good, and that's okay, but. Uh, I, I would not sing any any sort of praises about it or um, anything else. That's fair. I I am I am whelmed. Very good. Not I underwhelmed. Not overwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that is a reference to Young Justice, the animated series. If you if you didn't get that, um, but also accurate in in terms of my feelings here. Anything else you want to add before we before we rate it? I, I, I really don't think there is because I feel like there's there's not much more to add at this point. Mm. Everything's very good, but it's not mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you rating it then out of ten? Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight just because everything that it does do it does to such a, a high standard. I can't give it any more because I don't love it, but it's too good in terms of just the way it's made for me to say it's just a seven. For me, at least, it's just a seven for me. Uh, so I knew you were going to say that, which is why I added that at the end. <laughs> um, no, no, it's a seven. It's good. I, I think it's great. I, I think it's it's completely reliable, solid filmmaking, but it's nothing special, and I probably will never watch it again. Um, that's and that's the thing. Even though I, I give it an eight, there's, there's there's many movies that are eights that I say oh, I probably won't watch it again. Even though I think it's a it's an eight out of ten, and eight out of ten is not enough for best picture. It's just not. Unless it's a in, weak in year. Any with, year, really. Unless it's a very weak year, but there's not a lot. All right, of... It would have to be a pretty shit year for that to be the, the top of the <clears throat> you know, the top of the crop. Mm. But hey, uh, so that that is the post. So by all means, uh, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. Uh, there's a description in the, the... There's a link in the description, rather. <laughs> I was going to say there's a description in the link. That, 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 that's, <laughs> That'd be a long link. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, not, not what I meant. Um, and obviously Spielberg's got Ready Player One out in a few months' time, so we get, we get a, a sci-fi Spielberg movie for the first I'm, time in a while. Cautiously excited. I'm not excited for Ready Player One. I, I, I hope I'm it's excited good. by the concept more than I, hope I am it's good. I've seen of it. However, everything I see about it makes me think all that is, all, and this is including the book, all the story is, is, hey, you recognise this thing, be happy, it over and be. over again. I'm, I'm probably going to read the book in the next couple of weeks, so I'll know if that's what it's supposed to be or if that's what the movie just gives me. And, yeah, there may be like a loose justification for it, Whereas, oh, it's all about, you know, nostalgia and pop culture, and that's that's why it's all these references. But I still feel like it looks like it's going to rely on it. And I feel like some people are going to love it because of that. I feel like it might be actually missing the meat that it's required to actually... Oh, that's fair. 
do do what with it. So I, I as much as I get giddy at seeing a Delorean and seeing the Iron Giant and whatever else, it's not enough to 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 do a whole movie on, is it? Not, that, that'll sustain you for five minutes, not two and a half hours. It is potentially the cinematic equivalent of dangling the shiny keys in front of a baby. <laughs> look at the shiny shiny look at the shiny shiny it's, it's the equivalent of that so potentially i've not seen it yet obviously because now <laughs> yeah, when, yeah yeah we, we get the, the scoops yeah but when, when it does come out that, that is what my main concern is and uh, I, I think it may be a bit bloated as well because it does look like it's going to be a long movie and so yeah I, I don't know if we've got a running time for it yet yeah. but I feel like it's going to be longer than it should be just to fit in all the cameos. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, obviously, I hope it's good. I'm not, like, super oh, down on it, but I, ha- I have a feeling that I can see where it's going to fall into the giant pit. Yeah, it looks very, very CG heavy. Yes, yes. And not in a in a very sort of obvious way, because obviously Pacific Rim 2, for example, is coming out. That's obviously have a lot of CG in it. And... But it looks good. It looks bright and colourful, and it's like you know, big robots in the city. Yeah. Whereas like there's like an orc character in Ready Player One who just looks like a CG thing from like one of the Hobbit movies that also looked bad. It's, it's from the, the the Warcraft movie, right? Is it? I don't know, but that's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks exactly the same to me. Sure. Yeah. Let's go, go with it. Which is, is, is again not a compliment. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, but hey. Um, no, I was actually thinking about movies I'm anticipating because obviously there's some that I'm just not like I'm not anticipating Solo I'm not anticipating Ready Player One uh, or Slenderman to pick a horror movie <laughs> but what I am anticipating Mute which is coming soon Annihilation I'm anticipating The Predator I mentioned Pacific Rim 2 I'm kind of looking forward to that I, I really like the first one Jurassic World Dr- yeah, yeah I like Jurassic World I'm looking forward to the second one what else am I looking forward to this year? That's a good question. I'm sure there's a couple of things. Uh, I feel like if you asked me last year, I could have rolled off like 10 things I was looking forward to in the next year. Like for, for last year, not during last year. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, oh, A Quiet Place. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, okay. That looked pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh as, as for the superhero movies, we'll see how they go. Um, you know, I've, I've, Black I Panther's getting like- great buzz. So yeah, there's there's a lot this year, and there's none that I'm like, oh, I want to see that. I'll I'll end up seeing most, if not all of them, because obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's none that I'm going to. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that was just squeezing in there before I say goodbye. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching the movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.